Depression is killing me inside This pain, it's destroying my mind My mama said there'd be better days Don't give up on your life She said there'd be better days You, a star in the sky My heart aches My best friend died I lost my friend Man, it hurts inside But there'd be better days I'm learn from his life Trust me, there'd be better days I can feel it inside Depression Is killing me inside This pain It's destroying my mind My mama said there'd be better days Don't give up on your life Said there'd be better days You, a star in the sky My soul aches My mama just died I can feel it I'm bleeding inside But there'll be better days I'm alone from her life She said there'd be better days I'm a star in the sky Depression Is killing me inside This pain It's destroying my mind My mama said there'd be better days Don't give up on your life She said there'd be better days You a star in the sky Love hurts when you break your heart The pain, when will it be gone? I feel so dark and cold, what do I do? I don't know where to go because I still choose you Depression Killing me inside This pain It's destroying my mind My mama said there'd be better days Don't give up on your life She said there'd be better days You, a star in the sky Addiction Drink away the pain It takes away my name I hope there'd be better days Trust me, there's a glimmer of light I hope there'd be better days I promise I'll stand and fight Depression is killing me inside This pain, it's destroying my mind My mama said there'd be better days Don't give up on your life She 
said there'd be better days You, a star in the sky Don't give up You're amazing You bring light Where there's none Trust me, there'll be better days Don't give up on your life Trust me, there'll be better days Talk to somebody You're listening to the Nishka Movement Podcast. This is your host, Maverick Moore. This podcast is created to help inspire our people to let their voices and stories be heard throughout the world so that we can grow and learn to make use of all these wonderful opportunities around us. The goal here is to learn, to heal, and grow, and adapt so that we can evolve with the rest of the world through unity, innovation, and education, and by living up the psyche of God, one heart, one path, and one nation. Thanks for tuning in, and please click the follow button, like it, share it, rate it, please let me know what you think. So this movement is really just all about uh, unity, gathering, you know, learning, learning about each other's histories, and learning about everybody has their own story and their own perspective on life, right? Everyone has their own uh, the way the, the way they grow well. Everyone's got a history. So this is what the initial movement is all about. We're learning to heal and grow from from our past histories and our past traumas, and like I'll just really getting our stories out there, learning growing healing and so i'll be looking to do more interviews with a lot more people about you know getting their stories because it gives me a better understanding of life and what i can do to help because that's what this is really all about just how we can help each other's through talking about our histories and our stories so i'm here with my wife hector and we're going to talk a little bit about him and you know his journey healing journey learning journey you know talk about how we got to you know, where we are here today, you know, Nishka Movement 2020. Hector's uh, entrepreneur, yeah, we'll, we'll get into it over here, so. Yeah. All right, yeah, um, I guess I'll just say uh, any topics that we talk about, anyone find triggering, I just want to say, like, uh, that it's okay and to reach out for help, you know, um, some subjects, I guess, is, uh, yeah, it, it could be triggering, right, but, um, yeah, just meeting up with uh, Maverick here and um, I was just talking to him um, the other day about like uh, different things about my childhood. And I guess, yeah, I, I grew up in Vancouver. Um, you know, I never really knew my 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 culture or like uh, kind of like where I came from, right? Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Just like just the upbringings I was in, like with my mom, and like yeah, it's just like I don't know. It's hard to say, but um, grew up. Uh, grew up in Vancouver, right? Like, and I seen a lot of stuff growing up. Uh, I grew up, you know, in poverty. You know, uh, I seen addictions. You know, I grew up in in, in addictions pretty much. And, yeah. You know, I watched uh, addictions. You know, 
first hand. First hand. For your own eyes and just experiencing it like day to day. I can't imagine because I wasn't, I've never been really in that situation. I maybe when I got a little bit older. Yeah. And I started seeing, you know, being introduced to drugs and alcohol mm -hmm. and learning really what alcoholism and, you know, drug abuse and drug addiction and stuff. Mm -hmm. But I can't imagine going up. Yeah, you know, um, I never really knew my culture growing up. I never knew, you know, like I'm Klinget, right? I'm yeah. Klinget and Taltan and Niska. Uh, my mom's from uh, Telegraph and my dad's from New Ianch here. Okay. And yeah. Who's so, your, who, who are your parents? Uh, my mom's Florine Dennis and my dad's George Peel. George Peel, yeah. Florine Dennis. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so I'm. Taltan, Niska, and yeah. Um, I never really came to my home territories, not until I was at least 20 years old. Oh, and, and you um, lived in Vancouver your whole life? My whole life. I grew up in like foster homes. and. How, how young were you when you started uh, going to foster homes? Probably when I was like five, five years old, six years old. Oh, and then I went all the way to until I was aged out. And, and what year do you age out? I was 18 years old oh, and I aged out. And it's like a process to it um, with aging out of foster home. It's like, uh, kind of like, they don't really prepare you for it. They kind of just tell you, like, when once you're 18, like, we, we're no longer responsible for it. Yeah. So, so like, what is it? You're just out on your own? Yeah, you kind of like just, I don't know, like, I, I was just doing anything to, to survive, right? Like, as a young guy, yeah. young man, you know, I, I got mixed up with a lot of different crowds, I guess, like in the city. Rebellious. Yeah, and like, kind of like a rough crowd, you know? Yeah. Like, and I found myself like find, following like the footsteps, like where I was raised in, you know, like in that environment, yeah. and, like addictions, like I was talking about earlier. Um, I grew up in that that kind of circumstance in those environments and that became normal for me right yeah and um so it took me a long time to get out of it and you know like it was like yeah i don't even know like <laughs> i don't even know where to like you know like to how to describe it or like you know so like okay so like uh start going to foster homes like five six years old were you back and forth between your like parents yeah like i know yeah yeah i was living with my mom for a bit and then i would go into another foster home and then like i would stay in a foster home for like six months or whatever some were like even a month like oh, yeah. a month long yeah. and then i would go into a different one so it was like throughout the time i had to yeah constantly i had to been like in at least 100 100 foster homes if not more like Throughout my childhood, wow, yeah, yeah, and I I can recall like, man, like some of the things I seen. I don't really want to talk about, but like I've talked about it before. But like, yeah, you know, like, um, yeah, it was a lot. But just like, abuse and just different types of abuse. Yeah, but like, you know, I've had few good people along the way that um, believed in me. You know, like yeah. believed um, that it was worth it. You know, but like. Yeah. Like, Were you like get into education and schooling? Like did you graduate? I I didn't graduate. Like I didn't even graduate. Um I dropped out probably around grade eleven, 
Yeah. I almost graduated, but, like, I dropped out, and then, like, I don't know, I was getting into the wrong crowd, right? And then I was just uh, slowly making my way, like, making money, like, any way I can, right? Yeah, but hustling. Yeah. Working. Yeah. So it's all about, gotta get to work out Yeah. I learned a lot, you know, like, growing up in the city. Yeah. Right. Like, different people, different, you know, different things, right? And I've seen a lot of crazy stuff, and I've seen, you know. Um, I'm lucky to be alive, you know, I'm 32 years old right now, and, you know, I'm I'm 10 years uh, clean off of drugs, you know. That's awesome, and, man. Props for that. Yeah, I'm two years sober. February, maybe next month, I'll be two years sober. No problem so, for that, man. That's yeah. awesome. It takes a lot, especially yeah. when you grew up with a rough childhood, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, but that's really what drives you, like, mm. motivates you, right, to probably be what you're doing right now, to just yeah. to be who you are today is... You know, just probably what drives you to, like, you know, mm -hmm. be clean and sober and, you know, try and live that, you know, give, give a better life, you know, yeah. tell your story. Because this is what it's all about. Teaching, sure. teaching, you know, the younger generation, like, you know, it's, there's ways that we can heal from it. And, yeah. you know, that's what we're talking about here. We're going to talk about your healing journey. Yeah. And talk yeah. about your, your childhood. Yeah. And this is all, like, um, it's all comes down to, like, the effects of like residential school right like I like my mom um was in residential school but she was like she doesn't even remember it right like yeah. so many horrible things happened in it you know and she doesn't talk about it you know and she never talked about it her whole life you know? and she's just now starting to talk about it. it's crazy you know like I never really I never knew that part of my mom I never knew that right because yeah. growing up she just didn't talk about it right like there's, we talk about trauma, you know, like uh, trauma affects, you know, the brain in so many different ways. And more than the brain, you know, trauma affects the brain. It affects, you know, your spirit. You know, it affects these things if you don't take care of it. You know? yeah. but, but that doesn't mean, you know, you can take care of it and you can heal, you know, like you can heal like from trauma. Like there's so many different ways. And some people, you know, like have to have uh, different things, right? Like. To, to help cope, you know. Yeah. And, so what did you do to cope? Oh, man, I drank, drank a lot, you know, like, especially my young age, like my teenage years, yeah. like I drank, because that's what I, I learned from my mom, you know, and drank and drank, and and then, like, it just clicked one day, and I was like, I can't do this anymore. As communities of the Niskanathan and as communities of the Nas Valley, we are coming together in the spirit of reconciliation and hope. Because every child matters. Every child matters to the Niskanathan. Every child matters. Today we honor our children. You are the children of the survivors. Children of the survivors of residential school. 
children of the survivors of the survivors because it's been going on for over a century. Orange Shirt Day was started in 2013 to bring awareness and education to the ears and hearts of humanity, to hear the stories of our people, to hear the impacts on every nation, on every child that went to residential school. It's not a good story, but in order to walk to a journey of healing, we have to talk about our past hurts. And the Orange Shirt Day is one of them. I think it's important to remember your parents, your grandparents, and their parents. When they share the stories of their experience in residential school, you sit up and you listen because it's impacted the First Nations for a very long time. And we are overcoming those hurts. And how we overcome that will be through our children. Because you are the strength, the strength of your families and the strength of our nation. Always remember that. And always remember to the children and to our youth, to our nation, we all matter. You are the strength. You are the jewels of the nation. Got to chicken wings. Took it up a storm here. We both hungry. Making this, uh, making this podcast for the Michigan movement. This is what it's all about, man. We're all about healing, learning, growing. It's like Kitlam got one heart, one path, and one nation. Right? You know that? You know that slogan? Eh? That belongs to the Michigan nation. No. What is it? Again? It's like Sorry. Kitlam got. It's like Kitlam got. Yeah. Okay. One heart, one path, and one nation. Oh wow. Yeah. That's beautiful. And that's what this is all about, man. Yeah. Because you know, I grew up here and up and. You know, I see like it's our slogan, but do we live by it? I don't see it. I don't see it every day. And this, yeah. is, this is all I'm, doing. I'm trying to encourage and inspire everybody to you know really live by the true meaning of sight given God. Yeah, you know, cool. a lot of negativity out there. Yeah, a lot of negativity. Yeah. So, so for sure. And we're back. We're gonna talk a little bit about culture now with the sight given God, because uh, I think uh, culture is what really brought me back to you know finding me and finding my path and also my little brother my little brother was he moved home and he, he had some big dreams that he wanted to you know help uh, bring basketball back to Kinkola because you know basketball I don't know if you know but basketball brings everybody together yeah. especially around uh, you know native native uh, uh, communities because uh, you know it brings everyone together to cheer on their teams and it brings everyone together to you know enjoy basketball it's a unity yeah, yeah. healing that's right you know, it's a, really help uh, figure out what my passion is and which is you know being an entertainer 
and you know like really just getting our stories out there because really there's no better time than now to get our stories out there i mean look we got phones yeah. got my podcast set up Technology. got my laptop yeah you got your phone yeah. all you have to do is go on facebook and Camera. look this up yeah. we got cameras here we yeah. got everything you need you got cameras the size of the fucking be crazy so yeah. now we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk uh a little bit about you learn to deal with uh, the trauma mm-hmm. by you mm-hmm. talk about culture. Yeah, culture is what well yeah. I feel. Yeah, for sure. I think like culture pretty much saved my life because like I grew up in foster care and the majority of my foster homes were like Christian you know? yeah. and like non-Aboriginal. Yeah. So I grew up and I thought like you know, oh, yeah, yeah, was, the white man. yeah, the white man. Like growing up like Christian, you know, like I have nothing against religion or anything like yeah, that, no, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, it wasn't until, you know, I went into the first longhouse and, you know. Where was that? In Chilliwack. Chilliwack? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember, um, like, just going into the longhouse there and people were, you know, singing with their drums and dancing, you know. What nation is that? Uh, Stalo. Stalo? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, but that was, like, my first experience, like ever contact like with kind of like with my culture because like growing up like in christian homes they kind of like teach us that like our culture is evil you know like our people and our ways and evil right and you we think like this you know when we grow up and you start thinking there's something wrong with you yeah exactly and then you're like man i feel like this deep like something you know something's not right about me like because that's my people you know but it wasn't until you know i i started going to the longhouse or i started uh, you know my first sweat lodge you know like i can tell you yeah it was down south in uh, chilliwack um so like even my first sweat lodge like it kind of like woke me up it was like kind of like this is who you are and kind of like woke up my spirit you know and how old were you when when you my first sweat was probably when i was 17 18 17 18 so you've been about 17 18 when you started first getting introduced back into culture yeah yeah who who i was you know i didn't realize like the healing that was behind it yeah yeah until later on until like i started to get into my addictions and I really had to like step back and like yeah. okay I'm gonna you know take care of myself you know yeah. and that's kind of like what our culture and our teachings teach us is to take care of ourselves yeah, yeah. right yeah. so so you're talking about um talk about like they're trying to like say that our culture is evil putting yeah. that into your head yeah and like you think that there's still like you think it's still happening to this day oh yeah for sure it still does like there's stories you know I see um, online like of uh, smudging um, parents like you know having a huge fuss about uh, some Aboriginal people maybe practice smudge in the classroom yeah you know and they're saying you know like that shouldn't be allowed yeah yeah they're still saying like that's that's not good like it's evil like it's gonna do harm to the the kids you know so like we still have that to to this day you know like we still hear of like uh of stories of taboo of our culture it's like you know so I, I think like uh, it's in, within the Canadian system, you know, they have that kind of ideology of our, our, our culture, you know, and our beliefs. But like, like I said before, like um, I, I've done tremendous healing with my culture, you know, like spirit baths. Like, like I was introduced to spirit baths too. What's a spirit bath? So it's like I just go for a swim in the river and you kind of like uh, all your spirit and yeah. then you go for your four your four dunks and then 
and you, you what, what I was taught from an elder was that you know the river is always moving right yeah. and um, that energy you go to the river and you put tobacco down you know you say a prayer yeah. and you let you're pretty much giving something to the river and the river is giving you something too so you kind of like an exchange of energy yeah. so you're kind of like taking that energy from the river and the river's taking whatever doesn't belong to you and I did so much healing from that like just wow. from that practice just from you know learning from an elder yeah. you know that that practice but that's just one thing that's just simple like there's different things we do you know like yeah. culture like community you know like you, I come up here and you know it's beautiful when you see people like you talk about like basketball right yeah. like it brings people together or you know like a feast or something like I'm not too familiar about um, feasts feast and cultural yeah and cultural aspects here yeah. but uh, you know I'm, I'm open to anything right? yeah and that's why you're here and that's, that's why, why you're home, right? that's why you're exactly yeah. Yeah. Your, your, your past your ancestors mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Just figuring out who you are and where you're going, right? Yeah, that's right. right. Like, man, this is awesome. This is, yeah. uh, you know, we're having a great time here doing this podcast, man. Like, yeah. I think uh, this is good for the healing journey and the healing process of mm -hmm. you know, both of us, really. Mm -hmm. Like, our stories are both getting out there and this mm -hmm. is what it's all about, man. Yeah. You know, this is going to inspire a lot of our people mm -hmm. and a lot of the listeners. So, yeah. You know, this yeah. is great. So, yeah. we'll, we'll get back into you know, more of the, the healing journey. Mm -hmm. Even spirit guys. Yeah. This is all in Chilliwack. Chilliwack. It's kind of like all over, like, as I went along, you know, like, different. You, you never graduated high school, right? No. Did you, did you, you, what year did you drop out? Uh, probably 2008. Yeah, and how old were you? 17. Oh, and then yeah. what'd you do? What'd you do for work? Like, what uh, you do to survive? Just, like, odd jobs, like, labor, like, uh, city? Yeah, yeah, like, like construction, jobs. yeah, temp jobs, and then, like, I don't know, I didn't really, uh, I don't know, I didn't, I, I didn't find anything interesting until, like, later on, until, like, I was, like, 29, like, 28, 29, but, like, I went back to college, you know, and I did, like, a bunch of upgrading, and yeah. did some courses here and there, but I don't know, i always been drawn into photography. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We, actually, we actually linked up in Council. Yeah. We did, right. uh, yeah, that's me. Santa Claus. <laughs> that was the first oh. time we I was like, uh, I was just oh, trying to go man. to the dinner. I actually had a, I had a, I had a, a speech planned out for that night. Oh, and I yeah. couldn't do a speech because oh, I got asked to be Santa, but you know what? He was my I, Santa. I, I, knew, I knew you needed oh, a Santa. Man. You came and asked. Best. And you know, I was just like, you know what? Why not? I'll be Santa. He winged it. He did it. I do it for the kids, man. Yeah. Do it for the people. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's good stuff, you know. And you know, I I don't think I would be like where I am, like without my culture. You know, I wouldn't be clean. You know, I wouldn't be sober. You know, I wouldn't be any of those things. Mm -hmm. I would be, you know, like I would be. Honestly, I would be probably downtown East Side. You know, like if I didn't have my culture. We were in either that or jail. Dead. Jail, dead. Like overdose, like that's scary to think about, right? Yeah. But when you think about it now, you're like, it's kind of a happy feeling, like man, it I is, overcome yeah. that. Yeah, that's like, right. Man, like living in a, growing up through foster homes, and then you still going through what our ancestors went through, mm -hmm. you know, with the residential school and trying to strip us of our culture and our language, and yeah. you know, telling us it's taboo and it's evil. Like that's right. Like, this is still happening today. Yeah, and it's pretty crazy. Like we're in 2020, people. What the fuck? Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And you know, yeah, like um, it is, and you know, culture is starting to come back. You know, strong, you know, stronger than stronger ever. Stronger than this ever. Was, right? this is what the exactly. Is all about, man. And we're talking about it, right? Yeah. And our ancestors 
maybe they weren't able to talk about it, you know, because it was taboo. But like, we see, yeah, but we see these movements, like what you're doing right now, like I know, like I see your vision, like you have vision, you know, and you know how, you know, you know what you're doing, right? Like you're a young guy, right? And I support that, man, like, you know, and I know, like, I have vision as well, right? Like, and it's important, like, if you're passionate about something, like, like we were talking about earlier, right? Like, yeah. you know, like, if you, you enjoy something, like, do it. Yeah, like, follow your passion. Follow your passion. Figure out what right? you like and what you love, man. Yeah. Like, your photography, your filming. Mm-hmm. Like, what you got going on coming up? Like, yeah. Yeah, I got, um, for APTN, I'm going to be a camera guy. APTN? Yeah. And, yeah, it's going to be good, man. It's going to be good. And editing, I'm going to be learning how to edit. Films and so I already helped film uh, a few things. I don't want to brag like I'm, I'm like I'm no, no, but, uh, but yeah, yeah it was awesome, pretty man. cool. I got like, to help film to, to get there from you know from yeah. your childhood. Yeah, exactly. Younger, right. like, yeah. To be where you are today, mm-hmm. like, it's mm-hmm. inspirational, man. It's yeah. an inspiration to me. It's an inspiration to yeah. everyone that's gonna listen to this. For podcast. sure. Yeah, and that's what I want, right? Yeah. Like that's what. You know, that's what I want. That's what you want. You know, you want to show your message, help people, you know. And with that, uh, real quickly, we're going to go into some helpful resources that we got here. Yeah, that that's you, right. You brought up. Yeah. First one here. Uh, anyone, you know, like going through, we all go through stuff, right? Like, uh, life can be crazy. And, you know, I, I, I've experienced different, like, things like suicide and stuff like that. So, like, if you're ever going through anything there's always uh numbers out there that can uh, help you and uh, one of them is uh 1-800-SUICIDE uh, uh, um yeah it's 24 hours a day um and there's also i'm saying it right but cahoots crisis line um so it's like a first nations and aboriginal um kind of like a line um 24 7 um it's based out in port alberni toll free at 1-800 Five eight 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 seven one seven, and they even have a youth line um, for youth uh, two five zero oh, seven two three two two zero four zero, and the adult line is two five zero oh, seven two three forty fifty. Yeah, that's amazing, man. So, like, uh, have you ever used these? Um, not me personally, but I've definitely helped uh, different youth um, yeah. access different resources like crisis line and you know sometimes you know people just need someone to talk to yeah for sure and that's important you know like if anything like we talk about you know it's important to uh realize your triggers and what what different stories might trigger you exactly yeah and uh learn different coping mechanisms rather than going through like you know choosing alcohol and drugs hard drugs or you know like there's always someone out there that you could talk to you know go call these call these lines like it's uh it's probably you know no one's gonna like no one else is gonna know yeah. it's gonna be you and the other person on the line you can talk to them yeah. if you don't feel like you can trust anybody because you know what there's a lot of like judgment out there there's a lot of you know yeah. and there's a lot of fear of being judged and insecurities mm-hmm. and like that all comes from you know uh you know being able to trust anybody because you know what uh people are out there like uh gossiping and telling rumors making fun of those like people other people's stories and their negative mm-hmm. uh you know, like whatever choices, you know, yeah. like 
it's people are going through a hard time. That's all people are doing is they're out there bickering, mm-hmm. like making fun of you know what's what's happening. It's really making them like uh, I don't know. To me, I see it like uh, figures. Yeah, insecurities yeah. too. Right. Yeah. yeah. So like this is what this is all about for me too. I'm just getting out of my comfort zone. Like this is all new to me, right? Mm-hmm. I've never done a podcast. I've never done yeah. interviews. I've never really. I'm just getting out of my comfort zone. Yeah. This is all brand new to me. Yeah. Like this and is you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> I've been doing a lot of research and I've been doing like just putting in work uh, reading audible books reading books uh, you know like uh, just trying to learn and find happiness because it's what it's all about for me is just finding that happiness because I was pretty miserable and uh, you know I was fucking negative growing up I hated life I hated being here in the uh, the Nass Valley and it was just uh, because of the poor choices that I made and just you know what I seen growing up and like you know I don't want to get too deep into that either this is what it's all about I'm just learning new different perspectives to really help me move on and with my healing journey in life too mm-hmm. so like, you know I love what we're doing right now I love what we're doing here today just you know a reminder Native Youth Crisis Hotline one eight seven seven two zero nine one two six six, answered by staff 24-7 available right throughout Canada and US so if you're listening to this any of the youth man and you're, you know, you're going through a tough time. Don't be afraid to reach out. Yeah. Don't be afraid to re- afraid to reach out at all. That's yeah. what this is all about. Yeah, and especially like youth that are like in foster care or like aging out. You know, like it's important to like take care of yourself. You know, yeah. like if you're in that that stage, like you're not alone. Like it's in, you know, like it's so important to uh, stick to your your culture, right? stick to your identity. Those things that. Are, That'll help you uh, boost your confidence. You know? Yeah, it's where you know where you get your your identity from. Right? Yeah, exactly. And you'll, you'll you'll thrive and if you have vision. You thrive, you know? like especially like with, with you and like your your, your vision. You, know? you can see things. You know? like I people have different things, right? Like, yeah, like they can <laughs> see. Right? Like they can see an end result. And that's vision. Yeah. And, and I know you have vision. Like, you want to see, like, you know, be a commentator, you know. Like, that, that's huge for you. Yeah, and man. You, you, you're going to make it happen. <laughs> no, despite, like, any negativity you know, that people throw at you. Yeah. You know, just keep going. Like, be around people that believe in you and your vision. I think that's important. Yeah, it's so important, right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I, I've lost a lot of, like, uh, like I just don't associate with a lot of people anymore because they're fucking negative, right? Like, mm-hmm. just a person. You, I don't feel like you're any help to my personal life. Mm-hmm. And so I've cut off a lot of people. I don't uh, associate with a lot of people anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's yeah. nothing to do with them. It's just me trying to be a happier, p- more positive person and just learning, right? Mm-hmm. Just learning how to be a better person every single day so I've been putting in a lot of work and hitting them books and just really trying to build up my knowledge mm-hmm. that's that's all I've been doing yeah. daily so yeah so pick up again like uh, you're going to APTN yeah. and you were you're, you're getting into like filming yeah it's like a camera guy you know, me doing editing yeah it's <laughs> very cool like I helped though with that one show I had such a blast which one was that? Uh, Cookham's Corner. Cookham's Corner. Yeah. Where'd you do that, actually? Uh, APTN Studios. Yeah, is that is that out like now? Can we watch that? Or? It's not out now. It's still like they're still editing it. Oh, okay. So it'll be out probably. 
I, I don't even know, so I can't even say. When <laughs> How long ago was that? Uh, just last year. Okay. In, uh, in this, just after summer. But, yeah. Um, I do photography. You know, I do wedding for, uh, wedding photos, uh, portraits, anything. Yeah. Like events. Anything to do with film. Yeah. Like photography. Film, photography. That's pretty awesome. And that's, like, I kind of, like, started off, I just went and bought a camera. But, yeah. like, I, I wasn't really into it. Like, I, was, I just thought it was just like, oh, it's just a small hobby, like, taking stupid photos. Yeah. But, no, like, it turned into, like, this, curt, like, I'm just pretty much shaping it into my lifestyle you know and like and it's helping I'm having like, fun yeah. find and, yourself right yeah and yeah. mental health yeah like, mental oh, yeah. health is huge right? mental like, health awareness is what it's important like, to you um, yeah it's passion right like yeah. I'm passionate about it and taking care of my mental health every day is uh, photography you know and that's the way I express myself you know, it's how I communicate you know and I can make stories with my photos, you know, like different photos like Sweet. I can interpret. Or like, like people approach me and like they just tell me their story and That's I awesome. just like take a photo of them and you know just sharing that connectivity, that community. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You do writing too? I do a little bit of writing. Like I'm not like huge writing. Like I'm not no professional writer. Yeah. I, I write like I have to I have to write like yeah. I write I journal like I do some poetry but it's oh, not nice. like nothing like huge or anything yeah. that's but, cool though man yeah I it's just expression like, I haven't done any poetry yeah. in a long time that's yeah. awesome it's important to write you know and that's another thing that I would like to talk about is like um, different uh, ways you can cope uh, yeah, communicate with, uh, yeah like you cope with stress or cope with depression or anxiety or uh, yeah. all these things that you know start, you know just punches you sometimes and, yeah but yeah like I, like I was saying before uh, things that lower your uh, your stress is like uh, what I was told was like reading writing there's five things that lower cortisol levels and cortisol like, cortisol is like stress and yeah. like that cortisol um, builds up and then that's where we get things like anxiety or okay. depression. Or, yeah. So there's those chemical imbalances. Hmm. Um, cool. But yeah, there's reading, writing, um, exercise, um, like learning a new language, or uh, like just doing a simple hobby. Yeah. All lowers those cortisol levels. Okay. And then that's when we're able to like manage stress you know that manage. makes so much sense bro yeah right yeah because you know like i'm taking it back like you you mentioned all this i'm thinking back to within the past year mm-hmm. i've joined the i got hired here and i had a choice to either go to camp or work here mm-hmm. at home and with the nishka wildland firefighting no. and you know i chose to come and work at home here and it really helped me with connecting back to the community and really getting involved because we were that's what we were doing with the Nishka Wildland Firefighter. We felt like uh, you know, we felt like we're heroes, right? This is the first time that they're having this program here. Oh, and we did that all summer long. Oh nice. Yeah, it was pretty awesome. Nice. And we took a lot we took uh, took part in a lot of the community events that were going on, mm-hmm. like helping around with helping the elders, helping with like uh, oh, nice. deaths awesome. and funerals yeah. and just really getting involved with the culture and the community mm-hmm. and our our culture and traditions, right? Mm-hmm. And it really brought me back to my path and where I'm supposed to be, where where I'm going, right, where I wanted to go, because I actually started the I actually started like back in like when I was 18, 
I started, I was the King Cola's Youth Council President mm -hmm. of, uh, you know, King Cola's, obviously, so. Mm -hmm. um, and I started uh, the healing journey there because I started seeing, you know, the, the school, I, I felt like the school, like, we just weren't learning properly, and, you know, I felt like we're going down mm -hmm. instead of progressing and making, having, you know, a better education, and I just felt like uh, we weren't uh, improving mm -hmm. as uh, a nation. Mm -hmm. as people because there's a lot of negativity right like yeah. you, you grew up with uh, um, a lot of abuse of like drugs and alcohol and just you know like uh, insecurities mm -hmm. and like a lot of people were like suicidal like I didn't know that mm -hmm. I don't I'm not gonna mention names or anything like mm -hmm. but when I was a youth council president we had uh, 70 I had a meeting I had a meeting there that I organized and it was a youth only meeting mm -hmm. and you know I got like door prizes and pizza like this big pizza party and we had like a big circle it was a healing circle for everybody and everybody got a chance to speak and talk about you know stuff that's going on in our lives that you know that we're struggling with right like and there's I had 76 people in attendance we had a big circle 76 youth in, this, in King Colas at the time right and I'm 18 years old and I'm doing this and uh Everyone got up, and I started to start off with my story and what we're going to like, just uh, you know, because it's like uh, you know, there's a lot of alcohol abuse, mm -hmm. and you know, kids see it and they learn from it and they learn at a young age, and you see it a lot now. There's a lot of kids that are striving, uh, they're learning, mm -hmm. but yeah, I started that 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 uh, that healing circle, and like that's where I started really learning that I'm. Like, I kind of started thinking I was in over my head. Mm -hmm. Because like I was hearing a lot about different, uh, a lot of people's like you know personal uh, traumas. traumas. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, it is. It was, I was only eighteen at the time, and I was still trying to heal from myself, and I didn't even really know what I was doing then. Because mm -hmm. like, because I was a nuisance my whole fucking life. Like right from yeah. like being a child to yeah. like you know right through high school, I was always like never listening, just always doing everything. You know, learning the hard way. Mm -hmm. That's how I put it. I like to learn the hard way, always. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah. No, <laughs> that makes sense. It makes total sense to me, too. Yeah. So, that's why I made a post saying that, you know, the initial movement really started when I was 18 years old. Yeah. 17, 18. Because yeah. that's when I started learning and realizing, like, how to use my voice as well. Because mm -hmm. that's how I got everybody. Like, there was no youth council at the time. And, uh, you know, I knew about a youth council and I, I wanted to help our, like my friends and I wanted to help uh, try and uh, have a healthier, happier environment for people to grow up in, right? Yeah. And for our kids and like really, like, mm, you know, like just through, just trying to be happier. Like this is what I'm aiming for. It's just mm -hmm. happiness. Yeah. That's all I'm going for. You That's know? cool. Yeah. And you're doing it. Man. Yeah. You're doing it. And that's cool. Like you had like that vision, right? Like, like I said before, like you could see it like, yeah. when you were eighteen. Like maybe you weren't even aware. Yeah, you know, exactly. That you seen it, but now like you can see it. Like, yeah, the Michigan movement. Like I, you know, like totally can see it. And <laughs> it, whether it branches out to anything, like, yeah, small, like small or big, you know, it, it'll it'll always branch out to something if you're passionate about it. For sure, and you have to have you have to have that passion. 
you know, yeah. drive. And I know you do. You have that drive. You know, when you talk about it, yeah, like you have that drive to create a more positive, you know, outcome in this life. Yeah, people just have that natural ability. Man. Yeah. you got that natural ability. Yeah, that's awesome that you touched on that, man. Yeah. Give me one sec here. And we're back here with the pipe dream. We just finished up. Uh, Eating some burnt pizza and some chicken wings. <laughs> we're getting a little carried away there, having a good time talking, you know, and really connecting, really just uh, building our relationship. You know, kind of was like, uh, we kind of just met, really. And, you know, we're getting into these deep conversations here, yeah. like, you know, life yeah. and growing up. And, you know, regardless of how tough life is, we're still here, right? We, yeah. Regardless of our childhood traumas that we dealt with. You know, we've learned to cope with it, and mm-hmm. we're chasing happiness, right? Because that's what it's all about. And we're chasing happiness, and we're trying to spread happiness by helping uh, people with their healing journeys. By uh, you know, talking about our healing journeys, talking about this 2020 vision that the Initiative Movement's got here. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got that 2020 vision. We're having a good time. We're yeah. stomachs are all filled up. Next time we're gonna have some more traditional foods. Next time we do. Uh, Next time we'll do a podcast, it's yeah. what, you know, it's based around, I guess, like a meal and, like, this is all brand new, I'm having yeah. fun, our first podcast, we're getting deep here, talking about, you know, indigenous childhood traumas, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I think it's happening, it's still happening to this day, and we're now, we're, we're going to get into, you know, the positive outlook in life, and what we do to get, uh, you know, to get to where we're trying to go. And like, what are you doing to heal and be, you know, see the more positive side of life? Mm-hmm. It's like every day, every day work, you know, like from the moment you wake up to, you know, to like go, go to bed, like yeah. whether small things, yeah, routine, um, or like, uh, you know, just sticking to your passions and, um, yeah, like, Reading, writing, whatever it is, whatever you're you're passionate about, whether it's guitar or basketball, you know, if it's a sport, you know, if you love it, you know. Are you into music? <clears throat> no, not really. Any instruments? No, I know how to play the spoons, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you know what's interesting? Because, like, my family comes from, like, such musically people like they inclined, inclined people, people yeah and then I, I I've never really picked up an instrument but one day maybe I don't know. the only thing I do is photography but <laughs> well photography and something else, but yeah I don't know like it's like yeah sticking to your hobbies you know yeah. loving what you do and putting that good energy into the, the everyday work you do right yeah for yeah. sure yeah because yeah, it's hard to like really try and stay positive mm-hmm. every single day like mm-hmm. you know not hard but you really gotta like uh, dig deep into yourself right? mm-hmm. yeah. to like to continue on to strive and look at the positive um, you know outlook on life mm-hmm. and just you know keep keep on that path and journey yeah um, like yeah like what we were talking about earlier right is like fear and like yes. uh, our our self-image of ourselves mm-hmm. and where they're where those images come from you yeah. know where 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 our environments um, create who we are and sometimes you know um, you come from an environment that's not not really really good right like I came from an environment that um, 
no one no one believed in me or, or I seen a lot of bad stuff you know and yeah. you just grow up thinking that that that's uh, normal and uh, when you don't come out of you know like that kind of uh, vision of yourself you know it's hard to live every day you know and do simple simple tasks yeah. and you know that falls under depression you know and that's what a lot of uh, you know, a lot of our people are going through depression, you know, and I've been through it, you know, I've been through suicide, you know, I've yeah. been on the other side of a bridge, you know, like I, I've been down those alleys where, you know, I wanted to do self-harm, you know, yeah. I wanted to, you know, do lots of bad things to myself. That's crazy, yeah. you're being stuck in that thought process. Mm -hmm. I was actually there mm -hmm. too for a while because I, I wasn't liking my life at all. Mm -hmm. you, know, I, you know, I wanted to, you know, same thing, I just wanted to end it. Uh, suicidal thoughts or flood my mind like all the time and I really just you know uh, you know connecting with my culture and getting out you know taking part in community events is what really helped me mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I mean it's like I don't know like um, who I would be if it wasn't for the land culture my elders yeah like when I talk to different elders you know they tell me different stories of their upbringing you know of residential school and, and it's like wow it like, opens your eyes right yeah it gives you a whole brand new perspective yeah and that's really what I'm trying to accomplish here like, mm -hmm. in order to like help help other people to with their healing Mm -hmm. just mm -hmm. learning new perspectives and how I can help by just really listening and by you know giving people uh, the opportunity for their voices and stories to be told mm -hmm. you know either through podcasting or just like you know talking to them in person or in general like just you know connecting one on one building relationships relationships right mm -hmm. so. and like coming out of our comfort zones yes, right exactly like out of we're zone. yeah that's what it's this yeah. is where I've been learning the most is really just getting out of my comfort zone, getting out of my shell. Mm -hmm. So, like, what did you do to like do that? Mm -hmm. Well, the first one was like going to my first sweat lodge. Yeah. And like going yeah, into they're telling you it's taboo, right? Yeah. So, like, I yeah. bet you're scared, right? Yeah. I was <laughs> like, man, I'm gonna go do something evil here. <laughs> yeah. Just feeling badass. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, after I felt good, you know, I felt so relieved and like, you know, I'm happy I went out like and did Probably that. Made your spirit happy. Right? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like a deep down happiness inside that was coming out. Mm hmm. And it's like, so many different lessons behind that one s ceremony, you know. And that's you know our culture has all these different teachings of you know fear and coming out of our comfort zone. Yeah. in different ways you know whether it's going to a sweat whether it's going you know for a swim in the river you know yeah. so it was like for me learning how to come out of my comfort zone that was the cultural aspect is like is like all those practices mm -hmm. going into the river like I was scared like cause like you go to the river and you have to you know take care of yourself there yeah and you have to trust the river you have a connection with that river exactly so it was like that taught me how to get out of my comfort zone and just go 
100% after my passions and my dreams, photography, and telling my st my story wherever I go, yeah. you know. I visual, visual storytelling. Mm -hmm. Yeah, visual storytelling. Yeah, I like that, you yeah. know, visual storytelling. And it comes like a talent for me, right? Yeah, like a natural talent. Natural, yeah. And, like and like for you, like I'm sure you're natural at a lot of things. Yeah, like, persuasion. Persuasion, yeah, yeah, you're able to persuade people into buying something, right? Yeah, like, to listen to my story, you know, yeah. and like getting you to come and do an interview with me. Like, mm -hmm. like we just met, and I'm like, I'm like coming up to you right away. I'm like, yo, I love your story, man. We yeah. do an interview. Right? Yeah. Like, how did you feel? I, I was open to it. Right? Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. You gotta be open-minded and open to change, mm -hmm. and open to learning. That's right. Willingness, having to have a willingness to learn and be open-minded. It's really a yeah. discipline, right? Yeah. It's a discipline to be yeah. open-minded all the time. Mm -hmm. and it takes a lot, man. You gotta be like, you know, get up every day mm -hmm. and uh, you know think, okay, what am I gonna do to be better today? How yeah. am I gonna make an impact in the world? That's yeah. what I'm trying to do. Yeah. That's my vision. My goal is just That's trying to make an impact in our people's lives and empowering mm -hmm. each other's and empowering myself right mm -hmm. standing up for my rights and my goals and my dreams mm -hmm. my culture mm -hmm. so it's all about man okay yeah. i'm out here i'm just having fun man. i'm having a good time I've been yeah. Life really. yeah and this is your story right like this is this is your way of expressing you know whether it's through commentating like you were saying you were doing yeah. commentating for basketball tournaments yeah. up here yeah. like you're doing so good like you, all the viewers and the, the good comments that you receive back yeah. right like that comes naturally for you yeah. some people interacting interacting communicating. like I wouldn't be able to go on like live and like commentate a, a game man like I can't do that man like I, I would mess up I'd be like Calling different names, I don't know, but <laughs> really? man, I was, it was hard. It was hard. Yeah, it was like, it's, was you gotta it? be quick, right? Yeah. So like yeah. I've always been like quick witted, I guess. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. just, like everyone who knows me knows me growing up, man. I was a mouthy little fucker, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> part of my French, yeah. Part of my Hiscat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Like it was pretty crazy. And you know how I started doing the commentating? I wasn't even expecting that. Really, I was going down to watch some games, and I was gonna do a look for someone to do an interview with. Mm -hmm. And I started doing that commentating, yeah. a lot of followers, and then a lot of good feedback, and that really, you know, it, it, uh, yeah, it gave me the confidence to keep going and really like, get out of my comfort zone and just mm -hmm. keep going out there. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Shout out to all the fans for that, man. Yeah. Thanks for all the <laughs> feedback and the love and the support of people. Yeah. That's what it's all about, the Michigan movement. We're empowering ourselves, and you know, mm -hmm. we're, we're growing. Mm -hmm. We're growing, mm -hmm. and that's what so yeah, we'll get back to like, okay, like what? Uh, where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Man, so many good things, right? Like good, positive. I think we're like, yeah. doing a good job here with sharing the message of, uh, you know, it's not, if you're putting in the work, right? Yeah. You gotta keep, you gotta be consistent, persistent with putting in work mm -hmm. to really like get out of, um, the depression, right? Mm -hmm. They get out of mm -hmm. uh, this anxiety that you feel, and you just you know start figuring out uh, what what drives you, what motivates you to be you know active. Mm -hmm. Like just get out, take a walk, take your dog for a walk, you know, That's right. clean up, help your parents clean up, if there's children, mm -hmm. you know, just like really just get out and interact with people. Like really, mm -hmm. that's what helps me. Yeah, simple things, right? Like simple 
tasks that you might do for an elder or you know yeah exactly oh I love mm-hmm. helping elders mm-hmm. man like, you know I go to a feast and you don't see it a lot people if you listen children you know you're at a feast and you, you, your grandparents are getting paid they're getting paid by, by the family with a whole bunch of like totes and shit you know what are you, like why are you taking off on the feast early man go grab your and Gigi's uh, you know the totes and carry them off to the vehicle for come on man have some self respect <laughs> No, yeah. for real, man. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, I always stay, try and stay, and you know, help around, help all the guys and just care and all. Because yeah. at feast they get paid handsomely, you mm-hmm. know, with uh, gifts for the jobs that they do, cultural jobs. Always this tradition, Mishka tradition, yeah. to share. And you know, Smog uh, he said it. He said it in, uh, you know, the Mishka nation is a sharing nation sharing culture mm-hmm. or initial culture is sharing right? yeah that's what it's all about man that's sharing. right mm, that's what we're doing here we're sharing yeah. our, our stories sharing our stories yeah. so important you know like it's so important to um, tell your story you know talk about it talk about um talk about it talk about what's bothering you you know don't let it sit there and build stew. up and stew you know trauma is uh concrete in our brain eh? it, yeah. they say like uh, it sticks into uh, part of our brain yeah. and if you don't talk about that story you know it just builds up you know? and sometimes it's scary sometimes it's like whoa yeah. is it okay for me to share my story or is it okay you know like am I in a safe space yeah. you know insecurities insecurities right yeah. so it's like it's important to uh, you know create spaces that are uh, safe and non-judgmental exactly. and you know it's okay to talk about your story yeah. you know a lot of times um, a lot of things were taken from us you know from residential school so we feel like we have to hold on to it yeah. you know and that's okay that's a natural feeling you know? but I'm learning myself you know as I tell my story every time I tell my story you know I'm learning something new about myself exactly. you know whether I realize it or not self-consciously unconsciously you know i i'm learning something from it just by speaking you know so it's like share your story whenever you get a chance you know whenever you're ready whenever you feel like you're ready yeah tell your story because you know we only get one life you know exactly yeah we're (laughs) only here once you know and and that's sometimes that's you know that's all we need and Exactly. impacting lives with our positivity through your vision with the Nishka movement you know like with your visions you know yeah like yeah. 2020 vision that 2020 vision yeah <laughs> you know it, it, it's this generation that's coming up you know it's gonna change the world you know and we look at the things that are happening in today's world like yeah. global warming you know all these these things that are starting to unfold from colonization from you know from oppression you know from from all these different things and we feel like it's overwhelming but like you gotta you gotta take care of yourself you gotta you gotta have vision you know entrepreneurship whatever you know you know even if you start a small business of something of maybe making you know, weaving something small like a coaster or, or, or you know, chains, keychains or, you know, simple cedar bark, yeah. Like those small things that you might not see, like right now, mm-hmm. but 
it'll build into something bigger than you can imagine yeah. and that's that's grass roots yeah. that yes. you, you, you yes. plant in right connecting with the grass roots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you know we talk about happiness you know some people you know have different different views of happiness exactly. right yeah. so it's it's important to get out there and just meet different people with different views you know? exactly right. Yeah. So yeah, you just like uh, brought back a memory here. Um, what really like where it all started? My father died when I was eighteen, mm-hmm. and uh, I didn't know really how to cope with it or anything. Like I was kind of like getting into alcohol and drugs at the time as well. Mm-hmm. And after my dad died, I didn't know how to cope with it. And mm-hmm. uh, there was drugs there, and I took the drugs. I mm-hmm. took drugs, hard drugs, for the first time. Mm-hmm. Didn't like it. I didn't know how, like how it felt. Anyways. Uh, not too long after my father died, not even a month maybe, there's a canoe journey. Mm. They started a canoe journey, and on that canoe journey, we traveled from. They they started here in New Ayash, and mm. we went all the way to Kitimat. It was a 14 day canoe journey. No. Yeah, it was crazy. It's, it's cool. re- really like you know just traveling out on the ocean and paddling every day, and like just like building that bond with the people that you're with on the canoe, the community, mm-hmm. the canoe journey community. Like you really became a family, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like that really helped me, and I think that really helped me with finding my path mm-hmm. and who I am, mm-hmm. because uh, uh, it gave me that self confidence to like really just step out for who I I truly am and connect grassroots, like you said, mm-hmm. um, just connecting like with you know our ancestors that mm-hmm. like, did the you know I felt like I was connected you know to like something that always drives me is you know I want to be remembered you know I want to build a legacy just like you know our leaders who got us the Nishka Treaty, like, you know, like, that was, like, a, like, a decade-long negotiation process, that, you know, that, that got us the opportunity to, like, run our own government and have our own government so we can govern our own people and govern our own land, right, and I'm just learning about all this now, and I'm learning about the Nishka Treaty, I'm learning about, like, you know, all of that, and, that, like, really, I feel like this all comes back to, like, me going on that canoe journey, mm-hmm. like, you know, I had, like, uh, Paul Mercer Sr., and, uh, Jerry Robinson, I got an interview coming up with uh, Jerry Robinson. Mm-hmm. I already talked to him, and like they're the organizers of the canoe journey. <laughs> and I got into some trouble, of course. You know, yeah. a young guy. Yeah. We, we, got, we stopped in Prince Rupert, yeah. picked up some booze, went and partied. And we got yeah. to kick out because we stopped in every community, right? Oh, so yeah. we stopped. Uh, we stopped in every community along the Nass River. They picked me up in King Colas. It was not too long after my dad died. And like I just said, yeah, like they they came they they stopped in Goleth for the night, mm-hmm. and they're like, yo, Maverick, you want to go on a canoe journey? He's like, uh, we're, we're leaving tomorrow. And I was like, what? No, it's yeah. like, uh, and I was oh, I was told that if because uh, I was working, I was working for the youth uh, student student program, summer program. Mm-hmm. They told me uh, like you can you can still get paid if you go. So I was like, yeah, I'll go. Right away, I was like, yeah, I'm gonna get paid to go on this canoe journey, right? 14 day canoe journey. Yeah. We go all the way to Kitimat. Oh. We stopped in, uh, we stopped in, you know, La Colam, Sport Simpson. We stopped in Prince Rupert. We stopped in Kitkatla, Kitkatla Nation. We stopped in uh, Harley Bay. Oh, wow. We stopped in, uh, in Kitimat. Wow. Yeah, so we had a long journey. Quite 14 good days. It was amazing, man. One of the yeah. best experiences of my life. So they're having one this summer, man. Oh, nice. You know, the, uh, canoe journey. They have one every summer, actually, since then. It started, I don't oh, know yeah. if it, what year it started exactly, but this yeah. was 2009 that I went, <laughs> and then they had one in 2010. Wow. And, you know, I made it a point. I always wanted to be at the front because, you know, at the front sets the pace. Oh, yeah. The, sets the pace. And yeah. 
of the canoe. Yeah. So I always sat in front and I always took the, the wooden stick, the wooden paddle. And yeah. I don't know why, it was just, yeah. I was just German, right? And, yeah. and they let me do it. Like, oh, I was the first that's one. That's awesome. Like, that's something that sticks to me is I was yeah. always wanted to be the first one in the front. Yeah. You know? yeah. And so every time, and every time we get to a new community, they had the chiefs. We had chiefs like coming with us, like Somali Clay, he was with yeah. us. And so something that, like, that uh, you know, he's always been there. I remember listening to Smoga Click, always, always talking. Smoga Click, you know, Joe Robin Senior. And like, I've always had the opportunity to listen to him speak. And like, growing up, I was always taught to listen to when someone's speaking, like, really listen, right? And, yeah. and I've always done it, and I've always listened to what he talks about. And yeah. any leaders that are really talking, like. Yeah. You know, I'm just really trying to learn to get better at it, mm-hmm. and listen, yeah. so I can help. help yeah, but yeah, we ended up on this canoe journey, and uh, like every time we get to a new community, they have to like you know ask for permission to come on the land, right? Oh yeah. So yeah. that was awesome. Like, wow. And uh, they taught me uh, Nishka. So yeah, I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. We get in trouble in Kikala. We go drinking one night, and then they're gonna send us all home, like, like me and a few of my friends. And, but they sat us all down in the middle of the group. Like, there's a hundred people, right, on this mm-hmm. journey. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Uh, they sat us all down, and they all talked to us and, you know, told us what we're doing wrong and that this uh, canoe journey is really a healing journey, right? Oh, yeah. We're on a healing journey here yeah. to connect with ourselves, and there shouldn't be any drinking, especially for the youth, right? Like, yeah. I'm underage. I'm, like, 15, 16. Oh, no, no, no. I was 18 at the time. Oh. Yeah, because my dad died. Yeah. Yeah, so, huh. yeah, I was 18 at the time. Yeah. So yeah, like they're gonna send us home, but no, they they signed us uncles, like an uncle that we had to, you know, we weren't allowed to leave their site. We had to be with them at all times, and they're gonna teach us. No, oh, yeah. And my uncle was uh, assigned to me was uh, Jerry Robinson. Mm-hmm. And, like really, he took me in. Like you know, like I was his actual nephew, and I look up to him now, like he's my uncle, you know, because he is right. Like, yeah. He grew up like that. And, you know, he was to me, he was my uncle because on the canoe journey. So I've always looked up to him, and he taught me how to like do my speech, which is you know just, and he taught me how to get into public speaking. And I did a speech when we got to Kitimat. I spoke on behalf of all the youth in the, in the canoe journey, right? Mm-hmm. And I got into the youth council president. Mm-hmm. That's how that's how it all began. So it helped you, right? Yeah, like it helped your your confidence, right? And yeah. to like get out of your comfort zone. Exactly, and it opened my eyes. Yeah, like I, it, uh, you know, stay woke, uh-huh. right? Yeah, I'm woke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. But it helped you, right? It yeah. helped your journey and like who you are today, yeah. right? Well, it was that was one of the best, uh, you know, the best moments of my life is the uh, computer because everywhere we went, we had like you know we did Nishka, not even Nishka, like we partnered up with the Simshan, we partnered up with all yeah. the nations across, and we all gathered and we all sang each other's songs, mm-hmm. we danced with each other's, and we're all like we we're one. Nice. I'm God. One heart, one path, and one nation. We're all, you know, we're all brothers and sisters, and we were all just a big family. Didn't reg- it was regardless. Like we had canoes jo- uh, joining us from uh, along the way, mm. picking up canoes and picking up youth and picking up, you know, elders nice. and picking up. Like we would have fires on the on the beach. Mm-hmm. We would camp out on the beach. I can't remember the exact names of these beaches, but you know, like they really just helped me connect. Mm-hmm. And like help me like really just have that new that perspective is always there in the mm-hmm. subconscious mind. Yeah. yeah. Perspective, right? Yeah. Like it's all about the ways you see things, right? Yeah. In a different view. 
always changing it, right? Like yeah. for me, I yeah, having a new lens. Yeah, I have to have to like change my lens once in a while because like we we get so caught up in this life and so easy to you know just get comfortable where we're at. Exactly. Or you know like just be okay with yeah whatever just whatever's happening just going with the flow just going with it right yeah so one saying that I've heard just heard is that only dead fish go with the flow you know yeah. are you a dead fish are you woke <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right yeah <laughs> but yeah it's it's important right like it's important to to just like always believe in your vision exactly and, yeah I don't know where I'm going with this now. I'm like <laughs> rambling around. I don't know. Yeah. yeah we're talking about like vision. Yeah. So this one was over 24 minutes. That one. Yeah. Pretty quick. Nice. Well, we can like time. wrap up like with whatever. Like, yeah, uh, be like, yeah. So uh, yeah, we could talk about uh, different like, things. Some positive uh, like okay. outcomes. Yeah. Okay. What? Okay. You're 32 now. Yeah. What turning 30, 32. What with 32 year old, 31 mm-hmm. year old, late 31 old man. Old Yeti. What would old Yeti Hector tell young Hector, 22-year-old Hector, 10, 10 years ago? Oh, man. I'd be like, you gotta, you gotta switch it up real quick. <laughs> <laughs> so where were you actually 10 years ago? Right? 10 years ago. Older than that, 30, 22. I was just like getting into college. I, this was like my first year like being clean off drugs and like that too like was a learning curve like going to college was like so intimidating yeah right and i just remember going there and like feeling good and like feeling positive about change it was scary as hell it is Scary everything too. you do is scary. Everything yeah. you do that you do, that's, yeah. that's, that's how you get out of your comfort zone. Yeah. You gotta get out and experience life. Yeah. Really. Like let you know, life come to you. Like, you know, you go to it. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you yeah. gotta put in that work. Yeah. And it's a that, lot of hard work and dedication. And that check, right? Like just always checking in with yourself. Exactly. Like, where are you in life? Yeah. Right? Is there something ahead of you that you're afraid of? Yeah. So yeah. what do you do to keep keep in check? Mm yourself simple meditations every day like I'll meditate or I'll um, journal sometimes I, I do journal and just simple uh, simple things right? and yeah 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 it's like just relaxing you know and like taking care of yourself and yeah. self-care exactly. and like you know a lot of times you know we, we you know give give out, give out ourselves so much you know and um, just self-care man self-care take care of yourself you know no matter what you're doing in life like you have to take care of yourself because if you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of you know you can't take care of your family so how do we take care of ourselves we have to do simple things like um, activities hobbies you know like I said like meditation writing yeah. you know reading 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 something read. new yeah watch a documentary yeah you know get off our phone so that's one thing that i'm working on is yeah. getting off my phone you know spending uh, spending time outside exactly. like just outside go for yeah. a walk go for a 10 minute walk whatever it is you know? limit yourself yeah there's apps that you can you know like uh, there's apps you can use that you know it'll track how much time you spend on each 
on each app, and that's how you can like try and like you know really limit yourself. Mm. Like you can set those apps up so that once you hit that time limit, it's get really yeah. locks, right? Yeah, and that gives you gives you that sense of mind once it locks, and then you try you got to put a password, in and then you're like, no, it's like, no, I did yeah. this for a reason. Right? Yeah, set boundaries for yourself. Yeah, it's good to have boundaries, like the limitations. You know, just for yourself on your own, like you know. But you live life to your own, your own doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like that's my goal is I just want to, you know, I want to follow my dream, my passion, and you know, be an entrepreneur and create opportunities not only for myself but for others. Right? Yeah, that's what this is all about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I like, I like it. I don't know. I don't know what. I like what you 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 talk about though, right? Yeah. Like. Um, we have to take care of ourselves and doing what you love. You gotta invest in yourself daily. That means uh, you know learning, yeah. uh, learning to have a growth mindset, not a fixed mindset. Yeah. Uh, growth mindset, you know, meaning you're open to changing, you're open to like, learning new things, and you're open to experiencing new things, and you're really getting out of your comfort zone and really, you know, just uh, getting involved. Yeah. With uh, you know, building yeah. relationships with other people. And there'll always be like downfalls, right? Yep. Like there'll always be like different failures in life. Exactly. You know? But you can't let that. No. You can't, can't focus that. on the past. Yeah. Man. You can't let the past fucking. Or negativity. You. Yeah. you know, people. You know, other people might see you doing good and like try to talk you down or tell yeah. you that your dream or your vision's crazy or it's not possible. Yeah. But Anything's that's, possible if you put your mind to it. I truly yeah. believe that. You use it as fuel, right? Yeah. You could turn it around and be like, you know what? No. You know. People tell all, me I can't all do All odds can be against you. Yeah, exactly. And you can still come back. Because all odds were against me. Yeah. I was set up to fail. I was, you know. I Like I said before, like I should be in jail. But I'm not. I should be downtown east side. But I'm not. You know. I should be dead. You know. But I'm not. You know. Because I, I had to come back from all those barriers, and you did too. You, you, had, bar- you had barriers that you had to come over, that we still have to come over. Yep. We have to come over barriers every day. Like, uh, you know, being indigenous, you know, like yeah. it's hard. You know, it's not. Barriers. Yeah. Yeah. Where are you going I think that's good. Yeah. What do you think? Do you think that's good? good yeah. yeah. What do you think? I don't yeah, okay, know. Okay, so yeah, we'll, we'll wrap it up here. Uh, we got a pretty good, good interview. This is my very first interview with this, the Nishka movement. We're all about learning, healing, growing, connecting, building relationships with the, one another. And we're all about empowering ourselves and empowering our people. That's we're right. out here learning. We're out here growing. We're out here healing. If you like what you heard today, you know, I'm open to sponsors. I'm open to, you know, learning. Like, uh, you know, this is, this is what I want to do, man. I want to, you know, be an entertainer, uh, commentate, podcast. Uh, you know, and I want to work with, uh, you know, like awesome guys like fucking Hector, Hector Dennis here, man. This is amazing. Like, I didn't know where we're going with this podcast, but I knew that as soon as I met him and I heard um, a little bit about his story, you know, right away that, you know, it sparked an interest. Like, you know, we got to make a podcast together. We got to talk about, we got to talk about your life and your history because, you know, I think, uh, you know, a lot of indigenous people, a lot of indigenous youth are going, are really going through these struggles, the same struggles that we go through day-to-day lives, you know, on our day-to-day lives. And, you know, this is what it's all about, man, is just really connecting 
and getting our stories out because I've said it once and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to keep on saying it. Uh, there's no better time to get our stories told. Like we got, we got all the tools and all the necessities that we need to really get it out there. And if you're interested in, you know, your story being told, come check me out here on the Nishka Movement Podcast. got one heart, one path, one nation. Anything you want to leave with? Yeah, yeah. I'd like to you know, say thanks, man. Thanks for doing this interview with me. You know, I'm, I'm glad. You know, I can share my story anytime, and you know, I hope my story. Um, has helped anyone out there you know that's going through some some rough patches in their life you know uh, to uh, talk about it you know come out come out of your comfort zone you know and, uh, and even if you don't want other people to hear it we got the crisis line mm-hmm. here I'll read it off again we got some helpful resources if you're looking for somebody to talk to you like I'm sure you know like are you open to like people coming reaching out to you yeah and talking sure. you know yeah because like, you know because we can relate right mm-hmm. there's other people out there that can relate as well you know? yeah people are going through tough times like, they just started uh, the narcotics and alcohol anonymous uh, program here like that's mm-hmm. fucking awesome yeah. uh, so you know I'm not sure who to reach out for with that I'm pretty sure no, I'm not going to say any names until I know for sure. I'll do my research. So we got some helpful resources if you just want some one-on-one info here. We got 1-800-SUICIDE. That's 1-800-S-U-I-C-I-D-E. If you're in distress or worried about someone in distress who may hurt themselves, someone thinking about suicide, call 1-800-S-U-I-C-I-D-E. 1-800-784-2433, 24 hours a day to connect to a BC crisis line. Then we got Kuus crisis line, which is a First Nations and Aboriginal specific 24-7 crisis line based in Port Alberni and serving the entire province. Toll free, 1-800-588-8717. And they got a youth line as well for any youth that are listening you know, come across my podcast, which I hope they do. Youth line, 250-723-2040. The adult line, 250-723-4050. Call them up. They got a native youth crisis line, hotline as well, 1-877-209-1266. And, you know, these are all, like, you know, these are all people that you can talk to. And, you know, like, uh, if you don't feel like you can trust anybody else, you know, call one of these numbers. Hit them up, man. Like, really, like, I'm sure it will help, you know, getting out and telling your story talking about you know your, your your traumas your your challenges just having someone that you can talk to is it really helps it's helped me tremendously along the way and this is what this is all about so i just want to thank you all for tuning in here the michigan movement podcast secular god i said it again psychic god what uh Thank you for listening and following the podcast. Help spread the word and positivity by sharing on your social media page. You can also download on any podcast app, including Spotify and iTunes. Show your yets, your digits, your uncles, your aunties, and your cousins. Please leave a rating and let me know what you think. Check out the Nishka Once again, thank you all.
I have spoken to be fit. One day, one day, one life, one life, one live, one live, one die, one dies. Take another look into my world. I like the way you look into my world. One day, one day, one night, one night, one love, one love. Alright, alright. Take another look into my world. I like the way you look into my world. It's the yin and the yang. We're taking over this game. One day, all our lives just won't be the same. But you know it's alright. I'm just living in the now. Cause when it comes to Is too impeccable. It's not a bad day that I ain't getting through. My sky's the limits, I'ma see what's next. I gotta live my life, I gotta do what's best. Smoke a joint and sit and reminisce about the fucking good days. Minding my business when I'm sitting on the sky train. One day, one day, one life, one life, one lives, one lives, one dies, one dies. Take another look into my world. I like the way you look into my world. One day, one day, one night, one night, one love. It's all up in my mind. One day, one day, one life, one life, one life.